G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. You're listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. And as we delve into this week's topic, a reminder that some of the content may be of a sensitive nature. Now, here's your hosts, Tim and Dez. All right, well, once again, it is Momentum, and thank you so much for tuning in wherever you might be around our wonderful nation. It's Tim and Des with you once again as we launch into this week's show, MomentumAustralia.org, our website. Just drop that down for later and uh, have a look around. But hey, we're here for you to uh, help you do this life just that little bit better, and there's resources on our website you can check out. Um, of course, every week I'm joined by my good friend, Des Kennedy. How are you, Des? Are you well? You didn't call me an Irishman today. What's that about? I mean, if I lost my identity as an Irishman. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. And, and uh, people know, they can tell my accent that I'm not from this part of the world originally. But it's great to be here uh, on the show again. Uh, don't forget our Momentum Care line, which is our new support line for men. 1-800-000-MEN. Uh, 1-800-000-636. Yeah. You know, it's one of our core messages at Momentum is for men to get connected and not do life on your own. And we tend to want to retreat to isolation when things aren't going particularly well, but can we encourage you to not do that? There is a care line there that you can have a chat with someone confidentially, one 800 636 Or if you like, reach out to us at the website, MomentumAustralia.org, and uh, we can try and put you in touch and try and help you out with whatever it is you're going through. You know, one of the key things around this time of year, of course, with Father's Day being prevalent is this idea of fatherlessness. It is a growing problem, not only here in Australia, but right around the Western world. And recent stats show that around 85% of single-parent families are actually fatherless families. It's a terrible indictment, isn't it, on society that that sort of statistic exists. And, and more recently, an expert from Harvard said there exists today no greater single threat to the long-term well-being of children or communities and our nation than the increased number of children being raised without a committed, responsible and loving father. It's just, it's crazy. The truth yeah. is that we as men receive lots of training on work and all sorts of stuff in our world, but we don't have any instruction manual on how to be a dad and how to be a good dad. Yeah, the good news is there's an Australian organization that's dedicated to helping dads, uh, not only tackling this rise of fatherless, but helping equip dads to have better relationship with their kids. It's called Fathering Adventures. And we're welcoming back to Momentum this week again, Darren Lewis from Fathering Adventures, who was on last week's show, of course. But Darren, welcome back to Momentum, mate. Great to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be back. And just quickly pointing to the website, jot this down, guys, fatheringadventures.com.au, fatheringadventures.com.au. Love you to check out their website. And um, and after the show also, check out last week's show too, because it gives you a bit of background into Darren and uh, some of the stuff that he struggled with as a father. But uh, let's continue just to talk about fathering adventures. You know, we uh, we mentioned last week that you do guided father and, and sons or daughter experiences to help you know, fathers bond with their kids better and, and prevent this idea of the father wound, which we might just touch back on in a moment. But tell us about some of the things that you do on these weekends and ultimately, I suppose, some of the transformations that you've seen in relationships of dads and their kids once they've actually had this time together, but not just time and experience, but real 
sewing into each other's needs and, and dealing with some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, it's it's so important. Um, they're, really, they're, they're a blend. They're a, they're a, and I like to think now, fifteen years on from when we first started, that we've we've worked out the recipe, right? It's, it's, <laughs> we've got this really perfect blend now that exists. Um, first and foremost, whatever we do, uh, we want to ensure is fun. Fun is incredibly underrated, and um, a lot of people a lot of people can't recollect necessarily. Um, times when they had loads of fun with their dads and we want to make sure mm-hmm. that there's all kinds of memories that and shared experiences that these kids have with their dads. So it's got to be fun. Um, yes, there's adventure. Um, the outdoor adventures are really just, um, I mean, they're a lot of fun. Um, that can be challenging. Again, they can be new experiences for a lot. And again, new experiences shared between a father and a son or a daughter. The definition of adventure that I borrowed from is the pursuit of life. And so the fathering adventure really is about pursuing life in your relationships with your kids and or with your dad. And uh, ultimately to have the kind of relationship that I didn't have with my dad and that I do have with my kids, um, I wanted to be able to to offer that um, to, to everybody who's willing. And, and so, um, yeah, look, there's teaching, so there's training and instruction, coaching, whatever you want to refer to that as. But, again, we, we offer um, – it's, it's not just that for that sake, that uh, there's also um, these significant moments that I don't want to go sort of into that too much – because I don't want to scare people off either. Um, but really, ultimately, we provide opportunities for the dads to learn something and then apply it. That's really wow. important is to uh, – that there's that beautiful Afri- African proverb that says, I hear, I forget, I see, I remember, I do, I understand. So, wow. Wow. again, men learn best experientially. So, providing these – these experiences whereby they can learn but also apply and see the fruit of that, really enjoy that, have have some really rich conversations, uh, speak life, words of life in and over their sons and their daughters and seeing those sons or daughters you know, stand half an inch taller because of the words of life that their dads have poured out over them. Um, mm. So there's there's a whole, you know, blend of things really, but a lot of, a lot of fun, a lot of fun and, um, and, and deeply significant. It's really that the combination. So do they tend to be weekend long or week long or two or three days sort of thing? How do they, how do they format? We do weekends, um, for the ages seven to 13 years inclusive. So, um, that's, uh, both for boys and for girls, fathering boys, father and son adventure weekends or fathering girls, father and daughter camps. But then we also have the longer versions, which can happen either, either over a three day period or over four nights, sort of five days, um, in different locations. Um, and, and they're our rite of passage adventures. Um, and so they are for sons and daughters as well, but they're minimum age of 13 years. And the good news is that there's no maximum age. We've had sons and daughters who've been in their late 30s and mid 40s even bring their dads in their late 60s and early wow. 70s. Wow. And so, again, it's not about the outdoor adventure. It's about pursuing life in their relationships. Yeah. There's hope for me yet then. <laughs> we would love to have you come along, both of you guys. Love it. I mean, I love the fact that you mix the fun with the serious stuff, um, Darren. And obviously, at the starting point, you know, I did a rites of passage a few years ago and it was powerful for me personally. You know, this was just on my own because I realized that I'd never done that and I was struggling in, in certain areas in my life too. But I love the fact that, um, you know, you have these 
I suppose at the beginning of all of that, you, you would see people on so many different uh, parts of the journey. So there'd be dads who would have fairly good relationships and there'd be some that you can obviously see are fairly disconnected. Um, and obviously you would see that transformation happen over the next few days. I don't want you to name names and put anybody on the spot particularly, but can you give us one example that's really stood out for you of just like what the situation may have been and the change that you witnessed as a result of doing something like this? Because I think for guys to understand, right, exactly what you, you're saying, that the power of a father and what we sow into our kids and how we do that, um, you know, that will really encourage some guys today to go away from this and go, not necessarily to do a weekend, but to go, I need to be more engaged than my kids. Yes. Now I understand the importance of being that. You're quite right. There's a spectrum of, of dads. We're, we're all on this journey, hopefully getting better. And, um, and so we have dads who I've openly said they're better than me as dads. You know, I, I wow. mean, don't, don't look at me as being the expert, as being the one that's always part of my strength is that I've made a great deal of mistakes, but learned from them <laughs> and, and have, and have made necessary changes. So there's been some, some great dads that we've worked with and they've gone, no matter how good they've been, they've gone someplace better, someplace higher. Mm. And then of course you're right. There's some, some, you know, deeply broken people. And, um, you know, when you first asked that question, the first pair that jumped into mind was, we were actually full at the time we could only take a maximum of 12 pairs. And, um, this mum phoned me up and she phoned me up from this hospital. Um, she said, my son is in the mental ward of the hospital. It's an adult hospital because our town doesn't have a children's hospital, um, that, that caters with that. And, um, uh, he, he's in there because he's just failed his second suicide attempt. Um, and she, she said in my conversations with him, he he said, I didn't, I I don't know, even though my dad is in the home, I don't really know him and I, and I'm, I want to know him. And so she's like, please, Darren, please. And, and so we kind of had to, you know, um, make a few changes and make a few phone calls to, to, for our outfitters, our guides and outfitters to make some changes as well. And we ended up bringing him, bringing him in and to see dad get a clue, um, uh, about how he might've added to that and for him to take responsibility in and around that and cast a different vision for the future, for the son to know that he is loved and adored and, and to be, upskilled you know a lot of what we do is is providing skills you know for for this young man um you know he was struggling in school he's struggling with life and but but to actually give him some very clear direction you know we kind of we one of the things we do in a in a in one of our rite of passage son and father adventures is we we talk about the four marks of a real man and it's like a compass that we have that that that, you know, that they leave with to help give them direction when they don't know where to go or what to do and so just seeing him sort of strengthened in that was just yeah and and but you know, there is countless stories, again, from one end of the spectrum to the other. But it, wherever we see it, we see transformation. And that's the purpose of a rite of passage is for transformation to, to come, for us mm-hmm. to, to leave someplace different, someplace better. Wow. So what sort of thing do you take the kids through in terms of their fathers? What sort of things do you teach them? 
Yeah, so the, the fathers and sons are learning these things. Like this is for our rite of passage, son and father adventure. Um, for, for, for the younger age group, our mission are the dads and the kids are having a lot of fun whilst I'm upskilling the dads. Yeah. And because I, if I can, you know, it's the whole catch a man of fish, he'll eat for a day, teach a man of fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. So I'm, I'm relatively confident that he's going to do much better after after focusing on him. But with that older age group, the sons and the daughters, for that matter, too, are, are now ready to to um, to learn more. And these are things that dads want, can't necessarily put their finger on. Um, you know, they've kind of stumbled through life themselves. Yeah. Uh, that was me. Um, and so to actually, um, yeah, give, give them ways to be able to um, relate to one another. I mean, for, for the sons and for the daughters, so there's only one moment where we actually separate on the Rite of Passage Adventures where we separate the sons and the daughters from their dads. And during that time with the sons, I will speak to the sons from a son's perspective. I'll openly say I'm taking off my founder of fathering adventures cap. I'm taking off my dad cap. I'm taking off the teacher cap. I'm now coming as a son and I share my story of my relationship with my dad and, and how I had judged him as being an alcoholic and a workaholic, but I never knew his story. And so it's all about having to gain an understanding of what made my dad the way that he is mm. where because our past has effect, has affected us and continues to affect us and you know the question might be hard for the child to ask and then it might be hard initially for the dad to respond but when they begin to do that it just starts to flow and it's so it's so beautiful to behold wow, mm. wow. that's awesome that's, great. that's really cool um we're going to go to a short break. One thing that you've mentioned there, Darren, is just equipping men and helping men, you know, um, and I, I want to come back on the other side of the break and, and explore that a little bit and look at some of the main struggles that you think men have and, and how you speak into that. And, and I suppose the role that we have as a father in our kids' lives, what are some of the things that we should be speaking into our kids' lives sons and daughters uh in the meantime as we go to a break encourage you to check out fatheringadventures.com.au fatheringadventures.com.au and have a look at some of what dan's just been exploring maybe that's relevant for you for a trip up and coming or next year but fatheringadventures.com.au will give you some more details and we'll come back with darren lewis from fathering adventures on the other side of this break stay tuned this is momentum a show that helps men succeed in life Find out more at MomentumAustralia.org. If this program has highlighted something you'd like prayer for, we'd love to pray for you. Call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. It's a free call. Or text 0401 132 You're listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. Find out more at MomentumAustralia.org. Alrighty, well, welcome back. It is part two of this week's show. Once again, our special guest is Darren Lewis from Fathering Adventures. The website is fatheringadventures.com.au. We'd love you to check it out. And we've just been talking about some of the experiences that these guys offer. And uh, man, if you can, I encourage you to, uh, to investigate that as a father. You know, um, we talked a bit in the first uh, show, some of the quotes that they've got on the website. And we're going to start this part of the uh, the show with a quote that says, a father's relationship health suffers from constant daily distractions. And Darren, I, I don't know about you and Des, but when I hear that, I feel a little convicted. 
by that. <laughs> Certainly to go. Not, not a little in my case, a lot. Was I a distracted dad? <laughs> Am I uh, a distracted dad? And the truth is probably a lot of us are more than we would like to admit. I mean, has that been, would you say, Darren, one of your experiences that you, you say with the guys, they get that revelation, the light globe goes on, and they go, man, I see I've just been so distracted and absent in my kids' lives. Yeah, yeah. They may not use those words, but but yes, um, the the idea of, find, of of attempting to find undivided, you know, attentive time with each of their kids one on one is a real struggle. And and the reality is, we live in a world today. Our, our lives are so ridiculously busy, and um, and so it's full of distractions, and those things get in the way. You know, when we're, when we're, when our focus, when our gaze, when our attention is drawn to something else as dads, our kids suffer and, and, and there's uh, a division that can form between us and them. And so, um, it's really about, um, being intentional. It's that word intentionality is so essential to, to, um, to grasp, to grab a hold of and again, to apply in your life, be intentional about being present being involved and being engaged as a dad. If we, if a dad can do those things, it, 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 it helps to build relationship and relationship is the foundation for everything else. Mm. Yes, it's so true. I mean, I, I had a very loving dad. My, you know, my dad had an issue with my father. I loved him to bits. But the one thing he didn't give me was his time. Mm-hmm. I knew he loved me. I knew he cared for me. He knew he, he supplied everything I needed. Yeah, but I, I didn't get his time. And uh, actually, Tim, Tim, and I on a previous show talked about that, and the fact that you know that does leave a scar. You know, left a scar on my life, and you know I'm approaching a hundred. I was told, <laughs> <laughs> but it does. It really does leave a, leave that scar. Yeah. Yeah, let, let's bounce off the back of that. Thanks, Des. And Darren, you know, we talked about the father wound in, in last week's show, but when a child sees dad choosing something else over spending time with them, right? Even if they you know the traditional one, dad, will you come and kick a ball with me? Dad, will you play cricket with me? Whatever. And a dad says no, what, what effect does that actually have on our kids, to put that in perspective? It's devastating. <laughs> that's the that's the reality of it is is right. is you know they they know that they're being chosen something else is being chosen over them and they you know for for a young child they need to know that they are their dad's beloved son or beloved daughter the thing with a wound is it always sends a message and so the message it's the message that they take away from that um that moment that choice and so the message is is you're not important um, you, he doesn't really love you. He loves you. He loves work or whatever that other distraction may be more than he loves you. And then we start to believe that. And, and so we become, we begin to settle into that new identity because the thing is, is the, the awesome power of a father. We're meant to bestow identity upon our, upon our children. If we're not doing that intentionally, it's going to happen by default. And, so the default, in essence, in a situation like that is, is 
I'm unlovable or I'm not really wanted or I'm not important. And and that can set the trajectory for the rest of their lives until truth enters in and they come to an understanding and, and also be able to forgive their dads. And Because their dads are just, they're human. We're human. We make mistakes and we just need to know what to do when we make mistakes and be able to help to turn that around. And turning it around is absolutely entirely possible no matter. I always say it's never too late, never too late. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that 85% that we talked about right at the very beginning of last week's show, you mm. know, that single parent families are fatherless families, you know, that statistic flows generationally, right? So if like my father's father wasn't a real dad, he was, you know, caught up in the war and, yeah. and he became an alcoholic. And so, so my dad didn't have any role model. Exactly you know, any messages on how to be a good dad. And so when it came to me, you know, I, I know my dad loved me, but he wasn't a good dad in that sense, in the quality time sense. And so mm-hmm. that flowed on to my kids. So, yeah. you know, it's just, it's crazy. Yes, yes. It's yeah. de- deficits upon deficits upon deficits. And and there's a, there's a, I love what um, Richard Raw says, Father Richard Raw. He says that if we do not transform our pain, we will most assuredly transmit it. And so as dads, our desire is not to hurt our kids, but, but that's why one of the, one of the first steps for us is to actually get real with ourselves. And it's not about blaming our dads. It's just being about real and, and going, okay, I missed out. And it's not to stay in that place. It's just an awareness so that, I need to be healed in that place for me to actually be the best dad that I can be. Mm. I have a friend who is a, a big fan of Richard Raw. He puts it in this way, what you don't repair, you repeat. What you don't repair, you repeat. So what you don't repair in your life, you will repeat um, because you've you've modelled it. So let's speak into that space for the guys listening then. We've talked about the father wound um, you know, last, in, in the last show. Um I suppose for 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 guys listening and dads listening, how do they, I suppose, start exploring who they are, their own lack of identity, struggles with identity, the father wound piece to go, actually, if I don't do some work on me, I am by default, like you said, going to pass this stuff on to my kids. So I suppose speak into that space for dads listening right now. I don't know what, what really to say to that because it's it's just a reality. It's just what is um, that that will happen. Uh, I've seen it happen time and time again. And and is it any wonder why there is so much mental illness today? Mm. You know, um, anxiety and depression. Um, you know, I, I don't. I, again, I don't want to throw dads under the bus. That's not my intent. It's just that our dads, um, for the lack that they. You, you said it beautifully, Des, is, is that, I mean, my dad could not be a great dad because his dad yeah. was not, you know, his yeah. dad was the town drunk. Mm. And so he didn't, you can't, you can't give what you didn't receive, you know, yeah. you can't mm. give away what you don't have yourself. And so um, it's, it's really a, a, an acknowledgement. It's like, yeah, you know what? I think that this might be true that I've, that I'm, I'm probably not all I was meant to be. And there's actually a beautiful movie um, that we play, actually, with with the uh, fathers of young sons. Um, and I just play a clip from it with the, just with the dads at first. And, um, and it's called The Kid, and it stars Bruce Willis. And really it's about a 40-year-old, so he's just about to turn 40, and just days before he turns 40, 
his eight-year-old self shows up. Oh. And, you know, what's what's really quite amazing is he didn't even recognize his eight, eight-year-old self. And and there was this beautiful scene, very telling scene, where where the boy comes running in and says, um, Chester, 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 call. And, and the Bruce Willis says, what are you saying? What, 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 are you, what are you calling out? And he goes, I'm calling out the world's greatest dog, Chester. You know, I'm grown up now. I'm going to have the world's greatest dog, Chester. And he's amazing. And, and kid, I'm too busy for dog. And then he goes, I'm too busy for dog. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. I'm a pilot. I fly jets for a living. You know, I, I like and, and just getting all excited. Yes, I fly jets. I knew I was going to be a pilot. And he goes, kid, you're not a pilot. You're an image consultant. What's an image consultant do? And he goes, I consult. And, and, and then he goes, he looks around and he goes, hey, hang on a minute. There should be a lady in the house, right? Like, where's, <laughs> where's, the, where's your wife? And, and he goes, I'm being too busy for a wife to have relationships. And, you know, I'm, I'm a really important person. And, and he goes, but I thought you said you were 40. And, um, and he goes, look, kid, just, you know, keep it quiet. And he goes, <laughs> he just throws his hand to his head, the, the eight-year-old boy, and says, I knew it. I grow up to be a loser. Oh, and the wow. 40-year-old self didn't see that in himself. It took – so, you know, a great question, a great place to start would be, what would your eight-year-old self say about you wow. from where you've ended up? Yeah. You know, um, we, we always kind of say, you know, what's some advice we could give to our eight-year-old self or our 10-year-old mm-hmm. self? But, but what would he say to us about where we've turned up? Maybe all that we are is not all that mm-hmm. we were always meant to be. Yeah. And if so, we need to begin to start stripping back the layers mm. and um, and do some heart work. Mm. And the beautiful thing is, again, is that this, the heart of God is that I will remove your heart of stone and replace it with a heart of flesh. Um, mm. You know, he gives us a new heart and uh, everything can change. And, and, and from it, of course, um, is the wellspring of life. All of life um, flows out of your heart. So, yeah. Great advice. Well, our special guest for the last few weeks has been Darren Lewis from Fathering Adventures. Uh, fatheringadventures.com.au, again, is their website. I encourage you to check that out. And we'll put this on our website. Check out last week's show too at MomentumAustralia.org. And if you'd like to get in touch with us about something, feel free to do that on the website and support this ministry as well. We'd love to have your support. Darren, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, mate. There's been so much we've tapped into over the last couple of weeks. I'm going to go back and have a listen for myself <laughs> exactly, yeah. uh, and encourage the guys to do that as well. But all the best, man, in Fathering Adventures. We love what you're doing and it's been a pleasure having your momentum. Thank you. Thank you, Des and Tim. And I love what you guys are doing with Momentum as well and reaching as many men as possible for them to just know the truth and for the truth that they know set them free um, to be all who God created them to be. So well done to both of you for for um, for carrying the football forward and uh, <laughs> living well and modelling that and bringing up the hard topics, bringing up the tough topics and, and, that we're, and the reminder that, that none of us are alone. Um, we have one another. You've been listening to Momentum a show that helps men succeed in life. For more information or to hear this week's show again, go to MomentumAustralia.org. You can also access a whole range of resources to help you on your journey and to get in touch with the team at MomentumAustralia.org. Until next time, keep moving forward with Momentum. Momentum.